This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Hey, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 3.01 is the time we kick off hour number two of our Tuesday get-together. We'll be here till 6 o'clock tonight. Tony will be with us uh, in mind, uh, body, and spirit till about 4.30. That's when the Lakers tip off in Dallas <laughs> against the Mavericks. Then he'll start going Looney Tunes in here. But, uh, yeah, we can... Uh, the camera's we'll be... kept me in check the last couple That's of right. Days. Yes, the cameras now uh, are on you. Uh, we uh, stream the program. You can watch on YouTube and uh, just uh, search for 97.3 The Fan. And you can uh, watch us work. Uh, the uh, Chicago Bulls did uh, announce today what every lousy team announces when they're terrible now but had some great moments in the past. The Bulls announced that they're going to honor their past. With a ring of honor, they're going to put up at the United Center. Um, I mean, that's a good idea. You know, like I said, there's nothing to see there this year. But uh, you, certainly people will want to honor Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. I mean, you got to put him in. Yeah. No, this is not this, this is no, no brainer. I mean, there's no way you can't you can have a ring of honor without Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen both in there. The the inaug- uh, the inaugural class will have Phil Jackson. Jerry Krause, yeah, Krause, uh, uh, Artis Gilmore, Jerry Sloan, Tony Kukoc, Bob Love, Chet Walker, Johnny Redker, Tex Winter, and Dick Klein. Um, you have to have all of those people we mentioned. The only reason why I brought it and up, Rodman, Rodman, and, and Dennis Rodman, yeah, is to bring it up is because for those who may not have been following Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan, they, Scottie since the last Das document has. Seemed to sour on Michael a little bit. Um, well, and he was already kind of in the middle to begin with. He was. He was. Yeah. Now, he is, is is soured on him. And now to make matters worse, I only know this because I have a wife that participates in too. housewife shows. Yes. And uh, Michael's son, Marcus, is now engaged to Scotty's ex-wife. That's right. So... I can only imagine. And they show them on the Real Housewives show all together the all, the all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, it's a big I deal. I can't imagine that this leads to a comfortable ring of honor ceremony. No. But I, I, I also, I mean, why should Scottie Pippen hold Michael Jordan responsible for this? I don't know, but he seems to be holding him responsible for everything What, else what, what did point? Michael Jordan have to do with this? It's his son. It's Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. I don't know. It's a bit of a, it, it makes for strange bedfellows, but I, I don't know that this is a blame on Jordan. Scottie Pippen. Once Scottie started going the route of 
Michael wouldn't have been anything without me. Yeah, that, I, that's that, where he I lost everybody. Lost he lost everybody there. Yeah. I mean, you were the greatest Robin, and maybe in the history of sports. Even to this day. To Batman. There was nobody better as a sidekick than Scottie Pippen. Why not be the greatest sidekick of all time? Who else was better? You know maybe what I mean? Kobe, but that's all right. Right. Kobe yeah. was there, but I'm just saying. Yeah, there's, no, there's... I mean, Kobe to me was the might have been the star. I mean, he, you know, Shaq I know would think he was, but they were both kind of on equal footing. To me, Michael's always going to be a, a level above somebody. Right. You may but... Michael may not have won anything without Scotty, but he certainly was already the face of the league when Scotty arrived. I at would that say, point. So. yeah. Well, Scotty has Scotty's a little has yeah. He thinks differently <laughs> than many of us. <laughs> Speaking does. of people who think differently than many of us, Matt Scraby has put together today's daily gambit. And uh, we will get to that shortly coming up on the program. At the bottom of the hour will be another round of Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show. Make sure you tune in for that. Uh, But right now, let's find out about some of the winners and losers in the sports world. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit, our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. On TV, we're watching Tommy DeVito's agent celebrate in the crowd. And I good for him. But it's a, it's a scene, this whole Tommy DeVito movement. Well, it's New York. <laughs> it is New York. Hard You're right. Expect and he's different. playing well, and he has the Giants winning when everybody thought the Giants were done early in the year. And oh, they're still done. I mean, they're still done, but they're <laughs> more changed. competitive than anyone yeah, they're, ever they're thought. The only some... team in the NFL that has clearly given up and has no hope right now the is the Chargers. And don't be an idiot. <laughs> The okay. Chargers have given up. I said that you yesterday. Know, you know when you, you know your quarterback is done for the season on two broken middle fingers. It's Ooh. definitely a, a tough year. The you Panthers, know, he, the Panthers right now are a tougher out than the Chargers. Maybe I, mean, I yeah. can't believe that. Yeah. Maybe I, mean, I, I, I cannot believe the Chargers coach is still there. I mean, even Remarkable. I mean, everyone around football continues to remark just how clueless this guy is. Now I don't know X's and O's the way a lot of the pundits do. You know, I can't watch a game and go, oh, man, that was this, that was bad. That was... But people who watch football just say, Brandon Staley, it's clear. Yeah. If you watch the game, he doesn't know what he's doing. So a lot That's of unbelievable. A lot of mistakes. All right. Uh, Justin Herbert should just walk into the to the office and just put up both of his middle fingers that he's broken that are now casted. <laughs> well, the problem. Like, the bring problem, me some help. Let me tell you something. The injury to Justin Herbert might be the worst thing that ever happened to the Chargers, not because of Justin Herbert being out, but because somebody somewhere, namely King Spanos, might stupidly believe that that's the reason why the team failed this year. Oh, you think they're going to keep? No. Wow. That could happen, but that would be wild if... if... It's well, week, they've kept, it's week they've 14 kept, that he They've just... kept Tom Telesco this long. And they, they have. And, and what's what's Dean Spanos going to do? Fire his son? His son runs the organization and is obviously clueless just like his dad. Yeah. I mean, you, you, there's no way out if you're the Chargers organization. It's it's really sad for those 
people that still like them. Sad, but not my problem. So true that I'm going to move on. Uh, last night, my parlay was it was a Saquon Barkley just one touchdown, receiving or rushing, didn't matter. Uh, he did get that. He had two touchdowns last yeah, night. I'm sure okay. he Romeo did. Dobbs touchdown. Anyone? He was targeted in the end zone, but he did not actually uh, catch a target in the end zone. Did, did somebody tell you that that was going to be your downfall yesterday? Well, yes. Um, the downfall was actually Tyreek Hill. Uh, I had him over 108 and a half yards. So you had two downfalls. He just stood on the sideline all night and watched the game. I mean, I his, mean his ankle was facing a different direction at I one point. I could have given him a ticket if he wanted to just watch the game. Somebody had fantasy implications on that. Oh, uh, no. I just uh, had uh, parlay, parlay implications on <laughs> well, that. you never so win those, though. So why were you upset? Because I thought that one was coming true. Uh, so here's a couple that I found from my Bleacher Report betting. And it's the Chargers over-under results the last five seasons. I guess you just have to take the under on anything the Chargers do. For the last five seasons, they have been under their Vegas win total. This year it was 9.5, and and they're not going to reach 10 wins. Last year it was 10.5, but each year they're under, which is a trend in my opinion. They're the only team in the NFL that has been under each of the last five years. Did you say that? I did not say that. They're the only team. Every team team has has exceeded expectations at least once. In the last five years, <laughs> except, for, except for the Chargers. And when did Stanley take over? <laughs> uh, the other one was, if you're going to bet something, don't bet this, but it ended up working out for the person. It was a two-leg parlay. They bet the def- the Miami defense the first touchdown score of that game, which did happen on like a little pick six. Right. And then it was a j- first touchdown scored in the game. Got them both. And they huh? got them both. Got them both. Them. And so they bet ten dollars, thirty one hundred dollar payout. You know, on you that never one. have that. Don't take that as like no. That's, I'm gonna have this that kind is of luck because you'll never, you never have no, that kind of that luck. That is complete and utter blind luck right yeah, there. You cannot exactly predict in two separate games who scores first ever. Yeah, that person did it. Yes, the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win and avoid any embarrassing league punishments. In depth analysis, start sit questions, and everything you need for your fantasy team. Download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris, yes, I have no bets today. All right, I do. I have some. Did you guys uh, bet anything yesterday? No, no. All right, so last week's results are in. Uh, I went nine fourteen and one, Oof. which is awful. You guys both tied. 16, 7, and 1. That's a pretty good week. That's a pretty, pretty good, good week, week for both of you guys. They'll, they'll the tie, if you're again. wondering, was uh, Purdue-Alabama basketball on Saturday. Yeah. Purdue was favored by 6, and they won by 6. Speaking of that, how about the Aztecs win? Uh, was it Friday night over Friday. UC Irvine or Saturday night? Yeah. 63-62. They, they scored 5 points or 6 points in the last 30 seconds. Pulled, pulled it out of pulled the Pulled a rabbit out yeah. of the hat. Uh, some people are like upset that the Aztecs are not dominating everybody. Nope, not me. Uh, not me either. They're eight and two. I don't. They're not in the rankings, but this, this team this continues to make huge strides and to win without Jaden Ladee and to really find out he wasn't playing pretty much before, before game, game time yeah. and have to adjust to that. To, to me, basketball is not football. Like we're if you're on the Style field with points. a team, you should just be dogging some team and beating. Yeah. There's value in, in having to win these type of games early in the season. Yeah. Games that you shouldn't win, but for whatever reason, whether it's somebody out, not shooting the ball well, not doing something well enough, 
you find a way to win. These are character building games to me. I, you know, I mean, they've had eight wins this year, two in overtime and two by one point on a last second shot. Mark Ziegler pointed out that in their last 15 games that have gone to overtime or been decided on the final play, they've won all 15. Yeah. That's not luck. Not That's a accident. trend. Yeah. 15 in a row. So, I mean, I don't know what else you want. They play exciting, great games, and they win. So, good on them. Stop complaining. All right, here's tonight's bets. Lakers at Dallas, straight up on the uh, the spread. Lakers by four. On the road, Lakers coming off of their victory in the inaugural NBA Cup. Something I'm sure you celebrated yesterday, Scraby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. I did. Yeah, why not? Go Lakers. Yeah. They're going to hang a banner for that. Yes, I We're going to talk about this in the Big Five. It's very hang, controversial, actually. are going to hang a banner. Absolutely. Yeah. Tony, I mean, I'm sure you're taking the Lakers minus four here. You, you already know. Even though on the road. Yeah, absolutely. Who would they play? Oh, the Maps. At Dallas. I'm going to take Dallas. I think the Lakers are getting overblown here because of their NBA Cup win. No, Dallas is good. We're dialed unless, in. Unless, um, you know, Donkic isn't playing, but I haven't heard that. So I'll take Dallas. Scraby, who do you like? Dallas, yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the Lakers won their Healthy, championship, baby. and so now that they have nothing else to play for, they're just going to cruise the rest of the way, so I'm going to take the Mavs. And wouldn't it be just like the luck that Anthony Davis has? He had the game of his you know, life the 40, other night. 40, 20, and 5. 41. Was it 41 and 25? No, 40, 20, and 5. 40, 20, and 5. And guess what? The stats do not count no, from that don't. game. They don't. They He'll don't. get no credit for that anywhere in the history books. The, unlike the semifinal game and all the other games, yeah, the championship game, the championship does game does not count the as stand, actual. St- doesn't in the count as a on the standings, and it doesn't count on your stats. Yeah. So Anthony Davis has a huge game. He'll get no credit for it. I mean, this, they made that way too complicated. This whole it's only complicated for you. They really, truly did not make it that complicated. But and now they have a game enjoyed, that they're playing that doesn't mean anything, and so his stats are going to go nowhere, even though all the other games no. were played during the regular. No. No, season? no, everybody had an Let's 81. Let's move on from this <laughs> yes, argument. Let's go. We've Let's been go. doing right. this with right. him We're for weeks this. and weeks and We're weeks. We're not doing this. Uh, Clippers are home to Sacramento tonight. The Clippers are favored by three and a half. Clippers are 12 and 10. Sack is 13 and 8. So they're close in the standings. Uh, Scraby, who'd you take in the Laker-Dallas game, by the way? Mavericks. Mavericks, okay. Uh, I didn't hear my 18-minute explanation. I didn't. (laughs) Tony's uh, giving me the Justin Herbert. (laughs) (laughs) Clippers seem to have uh, figured things out a little bit. They have. They've won four in a row. Sacramento's awfully good, though. They are. Um, I'm going to just, on on a whim, take the Clippers here, minus three and a half. But that should be a close game. Uh, Scraby? King me. Kings for you. Tony Gwynn Jr. Queens, you I mean Kings. Oh wow! Oh, Kings, wow. excuse me. I All those know. Kings fans are so hurt out there right now. Uh, Donovan Mitchell Kings. of the Cleveland Cavaliers ventures into Boston tonight to take on the Celtics. Donovan Mitchell's over/under number is twenty-six and a half points tonight. And Scraby, you are first. Trying to look up his uh, scoring average right now. I'm guessing it's around twenty-six. It's a little over that. Twenty-seven point three. He's playing the Celtics. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under tonight. Okay, I've been so ice cold, uh, Tony. You've been right. You've been red hot. Yeah. Who do you um, like here? Who are they playing again? Uh, at Boston. 
In the garden. Um, or the old. Yeah, I guess it's still over. the garden. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go with Tony just because he's been on a roll. I'll go over. I have no idea. Uh, a couple of quick college basketball games. You'll like one of these, uh, Scrape. But this one is Creighton, still ranked in the top 20 at UNLV. Mm. Taking on the uh, Aztecs uh, Mountain West Conference uh, foe, but it's Creighton at UNLV. Creighton is favored by 14 and a half points wow. over UNLV. Tony, does this sound like a uh, an overlay to you? At Creighton or at UNLV? At UNLV. Uh, I believe it's at go. UNLV unless it's on a neutral court. Give me the points, baby. Give me take, UNLV. That's a lot of points. Yeah. I'm always going to stick up for our conference. Colorado State already beat Creighton, so mm. I'll take UNLV plus the 14 and a half. And I don't like Creighton anyway. We had to get past them to get to the Final Four. I'm going to go Creighton. You're going to go Creighton just because you're No, just because I need guy. to be on the other side of it. You are. And finally tonight, Seattle University, which is where I was yesterday for Aztec basketball. Tonight, the Seattle men's team ventures to... USF. I figured. To take on the Dons. Dons are favored by nine, Scrape. Wow. You're alum. You're alum. Let me uh, see if I can find some records here. I don't know if I'll be able to find it fast enough. I'll look. Good. That was from the Dons <laughs> tournament appearance a few years ago. But the Dons uh, are seven and three. Scrape. That's what I thought. I get a pop up on my phone after every game. Uh, Seattle University Red Hawks are six and three. I'm going with my Dons. Going with the Dons. But they're, they're favored by what again? You said nine points. That's what I thought. That's a lot. But I'm still going with them. I'm taking the Dons because they are undefeated at home, and Seattle is zero and two on the road. All right. Tony, you want to go with Elgin Baylor's former school? I will go with the Dons. Wow. Uh, that's not that's not uh, Elgin Baylor's former oh, well, school. Well, I'll go with the Dons. You're going oh, with the Dons, okay. too. That would be Matt Scravey's former school. Elgin Baylor went to Seattle University. Oh, there did was he go pictures to... of him all over the gym yesterday. I did not know uh, that. Bill Russell went to USF. Yes, he Two did. of the great stars of days gone by. Pete Rozelle also went to USF. Okay. Now we're getting into stuff we don't I care about. I can keep about. going if you want. And we won't because we got to check some traffic, come back. Lots more Gwen and Chris ahead. Patrick Mahomes apologized. Yeah, I got something for Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wow. I didn't get a chance to say it yesterday, but I saved it up for him. You'll hear it when we return. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Shot clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is breaking news from 97.3 The Fan. Yes, indeed. The Giants are on the board. Hung Ho Lee or Jung Ho Lee signs a six-year deal with the Giants. $113 million opt-out after year number four. So that outfielder comes off the board, and the uh, Padres search. Are you kidding me? That's hugely bad news for the Padres. (laughs) I mean, that's not just like, okay, well, good for the Giants. They got this center fielder. I mean, that's who everybody thought the Padres were going to have to target in the wake of trading Juan Soto. And maybe they did target him and didn't get him, or maybe they couldn't afford him, or maybe they didn't target him. I don't know. But I think in the minds of many of us fans, many of the people who follow the Padres, this was going to be the guy that we were going to get in the wake of losing Juan Soto and, uh, along with him, Trent Grisham, to play center field. Now, we talked about this earlier with with Matt Snyder of CBS Sports. I mean, who's left in the free agent market for center field? The Padres currently do not have one. Harrison Bader is the one name that I, the only name left that I even like, Tony. Um, you know, I'll read some of the other guys that are listed as center fielders. Michael you know, H. Bellinger, Bellinger, but again, I, I'm questionable about him. Kevin Kiermeyer, 34 years old. Michael A. Taylor. Adam Duvall is 35. Aaron Hicks is 34. Rafael Ortega. Jake Marisnik. I mean, there's not much there. Jackie Bradley Jr. is 34. I mean, this of all of the free agent center fielders, the only two that are under the age of 30 were the Korean kid and Cody Bellinger. That's it. So, Padres. To me, this is a this is a shot that hurts because I was kind of expecting the Padres to get this guy along with trading Soto. Yeah, I, I always had my. Reservations about it. I think the one thirteen price tag. Yeah, that's it, pretty big. When when it was initially, when he was initially thought to be available, I think the first report was like fifty four million. Yeah. Then it came out yesterday, or an article day before that, about you know being that he's a Scott Boris client, it could get up to ninety. Man, we're talking one thirteen for a guy who has played in the Korean League KBO. Yeah. And, and listen, I think Hassan Kim has been terrific for the Padres, but it took him a couple of years to get to where he is now. Now, that's not to say that this, it's going to be the same thing for 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 Lee, but um, it could be. And you know, are you the Padres? What was Kim's contract? It was much much cheaper. It was than, four for twenty eight. Okay, so you're willing to to take a. Um, this guy's getting about seventeen million dollars a year. So that, that, that's production. To have never played a moment of Major League Baseball. That's production now, like right now. Yeah. That, that, like they that, want him to step in, and he better be the player they think at he that is. cost. And, and again, when you're when you're talking about 
you know, plan in California, you, you wonder if that price tag goes up because in order to outbid some of the other teams that were there, remember, you, Chris, or excuse me, Scraby and I talked about this yesterday, Chris. The Giants have struck out in free agency like three or four consecutive years. Seems like they years. were almost had to do this. It, it, it almost seems like. And, and as, Scott Boros, he knew it. They, they have been searching at the top of free agency for the yeah. last three or four years. Hadn't got anybody. Nobody. And so they get this signing today. It certainly makes their team better. We think. We don't know. But we think it makes their team better. Yeah. And it takes one off the board that the Padres were interested in. I well, think. it does. That that see, I think both things can be true here. A, the Giants are taking a risk. And they're spending way too much money for somebody who's still a risk. But, but while that's true... This still kicks in the gut of the Padre fan. No doubt. Because I think the Padre fan was expecting to get this it, guy. It, it, it's hard not to think that the number getting to 113 could have been the thing that pushed the Padres Yeah, probably pushed them out. Like, can they afford to pay that much to a guy that is a risk, it's as a you blessing. Said. I think it's kind of a blessing in disguise here because I think we kind of said yesterday maybe the Giants are going to overpay because they have to get someone in there. Uh, the chat would like for us to talk about, and I've seen this for days now and I haven't brought it up, but there's a strong sense that Jerickson Profar is going to be back on this team and playing left field. Now, nothing against Jerickson, but I feel like if Jerickson Profar is a starting outfielder for the Padres next year, they failed miserably in the offseason to fill the holes that they needed to fill. And it's not against Jerickson, but that's a fallback for them, I think. I don't know. What do you guys think about him? Yeah, I mean... No, nah, this is let Scraby stay out there alone with that comment. <laughs> okay, so that I, people will, I so people to... will write in on what a, what a bleepity bleep bleepy is I know. for thinking that. I really wanted to try Let's to not say like Jerkson. We've talked to him many times. He's a great dude. No, no, no. You know, you're done. You, you, you don't like him. He's a fallback option. The Padres have failed. Let's just leave him out there. I'm willing to say what you guys aren't. <laughs> Because I, I I think that's true. Like Jerkson Profar is a great person for the Padres. Here comes a double down. He's a great teammate. Chris is calling it like it is right now. He's got the playbook in front of him. But I don't think the Padres should go into next year with Jerkson Profar as their starting left fielder. He was a starting outfielder on the last team that went to the National League Championship. I know that. But then he went and he went to the Rockies. It's not like you can't be the starter on a good team. He's been that already. I think Jerickson brings a lot of uh, intangibles that you like having on your team. Should he be the starting left fielder for the Padres? I don't know. I, I would say at this point there's a chance, right? I mean, they don't – outside out, those names you just mentioned, right, outside of Bellinger – and I would I would say Bader, right? Those are clear, clear upgrades in the outfield. Um, however, they may not get those guys either. And, and then, uh, as we said earlier, with, as the Padres had to do on the pitching side last year when they signed Lugo and they signed Waka, and those turned out to be phenomenal signings, they very they, they may very well have to roll the dice. On position players in the same way. Now, that's just free agency. We do know AJ is one of the best at thinking outside the box, and a trade could come that would alter all of that. But in terms of just speaking free agency, 
This was never a deep class to begin with. And I'm starting to believe that we're going to have some young players on this roster that, that's next also, year. Also, that's also guys a very that we're not good, thinking about. That's also a very good possibility. What's his name? Well, Guy who pe- people keep saying should play left field. Jackson Merrill. You think he's ready? I have no idea. I, I never I, even laid eyes on Jackson Merrill. Jackson, I don't know how much Couldn't outfield work he's gotten. I don't think he's the one they're talking about playing outfield, are they? Uh, not the necessarily, but they're saying that they're they're surmising. I, I do think there's going to be some young flavor on this on this team. I, in what role, I'm not sure yet, but I think that's where how it's setting up right now. If so. you don't get Jerickson Profar, Eddie Rosario, Austin Meadows, there's not a lot of humongous names out there. Yeah, think uh, about it. We'll take a, uh, oh, go ahead. Is this break time? <laughs> yes, think I about think so. It. <laughs> All right, let's get to break. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna revisit Patrick Mahomes. That just came to us in the break. So yes, we, we were gonna talk about him. We will talk about him. Believe me, I have something saved up for him. <laughs> we, we got Patty Mahomes and Chris's diatribe I'm sorry, coming Chris, next. I didn't mean it. <laughs> More good than Chris on the way. All right, in the uh, in the world of fairness, we should just mention this before we move on. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Gwynn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. The Giants uh, deal, uh, six years, $113 million with uh, the Korean center fielder, Young Ho Lee, or Hung Ho Lee, is uh, not been confirmed by the Giants yet. Oh, so oh, let's at least oh, say touche. that. Touche. Uh, Where's Bob it's being, Nightingale? It's being widely reported. To be fair, I mean, this is not, you know, nothing's certain until it's certain, I guess, anymore. So let's just say John Heyman was uh, the one who tweeted this out. It's being reported on MLB.com. So it looks, you know, but I mean, we were sitting here last week saying, it sure looks like Shohei Otani's a Blue Jay. <laughs> and that didn't happen. So uh, let's at least be clear on that. Uh, Giants have not confirmed the um the deal but it's uh like i said widely reported that the uh if we korean star center fielder is headed to san francisco if we don't start to get the same level of like pushback here in the next two hours like we did that day when then we can be pretty we can, sure we can start to we can start to feel at least better about it yeah bob nightingale says no 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 the guy's at home having uh <laughs> having a little lunch you know, then we have to worry about it. No, Bob about didn't it. say he was having lunch. He said Shohei was still sleeping. So <laughs> he even right. knew was he Bob, was... What was Bob doing? Peer, peering in the windows? I have no idea. And Bob Nightingale, as we said yesterday, he's a great you know, guy. Mike, We've met him a couple times. But he he went a little far. He's going hard to paint right now. He's a little, <laughs> little irritated with his journal, journalistic uh, brethren at this point. I will say this. It, it does seem like after that, the, the whole plane thing ha- happened with Otani, Somebody at that point in Otani's camp was definitely calling out and saying, "Nah, he's here." Because how else would you know he's at home, sleep? Because Bob Nightingale was peering <laughs> in the windows. He's a peeping Bob. <laughs> he was in there in the window, eyes up, looking. Oh, no, look, he's sleeping. He's sleeping. <laughs> Shohei's got like one of those sleep masks on. <laughs> oh, he's got hilarious. his unnamed dog next to him. Very possible. Uh, all right, I'm going to lay out Patrick Mahomes in a little while, but uh, right now we have uh, arrived at the time of the show where uh, it's gloves off for Tony Gwynn Jr. and Matt Scraby. It is another round of the uh, famous and uh, very popular Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show, and it follows a check of traffic. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. 
Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Hey, all you beautiful people out there. It's time to play one of our favorite games of the week. All right! We, we like, like to, to call, call it. it. Ooh, I'm a go. Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show! And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, yes, it does. Uh, welcome to all you beautiful people out there. Uh, you can play along as uh, Tony and uh, Scraby go head-to-head here trying to uh, come up with correct answers. I will give the uh, topic here shortly. Uh, there are going to be 13 correct answers today as all, guys. So it's a a select group of individuals who uh, make up uh, today's list. Uh, Tony and Scraby will take turns naming off correct answers. If they repeat one or get one wrong, they get a strike. And uh, three strikes and you're out. Or first person to seven correct answers today will win the Fantabulous Sports Game Show. Tony is the defending champion, taking the title belt back from Scraby the last time we played. So are you guys ready to go? Sure you are. Yeah. Scraby's got uh, his notebook. I do. And uh, he's got, uh, what did you fire across the room that one time? A notebook. Oh, your notebook. I had to get a new one because when I fired it across the room, it actually tore off the cover and the whole thing. Messed it up. Yeah. All right, 13 correct answers today. Here we go. 13 players in the history of the National Football League have caught... 120 or more passes in a single season. 120. Only 13 guys have ever done it. I think this is a really good one today. Uh, I guarantee you guys have heard of all of them because every single person on this list has accomplished the feat since 1995. So you don't have to go back into the old uh, days for any of this. Thank you. Everything is uh, 1995 and forward. Many of these guys are active players. It is 120 or more receptions. As mentioned, 13 guys have done it. I think there's also a couple of really tricky, tough ones on here. So, uh, Scraby, you uh, decide. Do you want to go first and have a better chance to reach seven? Or do you want Tony to go first and potentially have a better chance of striking out? I'm going first. He's Scraby always goes first, and it costs first. you every time. Every yep. time. Because he gets so excited right out of the gate. He's like, I got, one. I got like five of them right now. I do. I have five written and down. And then he's in trouble. All right, give me your first answer. These are receivers uh, in the NFL history who've gone over 120 receptions in a single season. Michael Thomas. He's at the top of the list. 149 catches. 
for New Orleans in 2019. One four nine. That's uh, that's a lot. It's probably going to get broken though, because now they play an extra game. That's true. And they're throwing more than ever. I don't know if it'll get broken this year. Who'd you uh, say? He Michael said Michael Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. He's taking the number one guy off the board. Tony, your turn. Pause. Antonio Brown. Don't normally get a pause this early in the contest. I think Tony's playing strategy. Antonio Brown is correct. He's fourth on the list with 136. He's also sixth on the list with 129. He did it twice. It only counts for one point for you. There are 11 correct answers left. And, uh, Scraby, it is your turn. Uh, Let me go with my guy, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Wouldn't it be something if the greatest receiver of all time had never done this? No, I didn't go with him first because I know he was great. I don't know he did this. In 1995, Jerry Rice caught 122 passes. Oh, man. Mm. Just Just enough to sneak in on this list. The greatest receiver of all time. Yeah, back when he caught the the 122, he was like, you know, right there on the record. But uh, it's no longer the record. Michael Thomas blew past that. But, yes, Jerry Rice, this is one of the many things he accomplished. So that is a correct answer. Scraby takes a 2-1 lead. And it is Tony Gwynn Jr.'s turn. Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Oh. Calvin Johnson, another Didn't great receiver. Think of him. Yeah. Did he ever catch this many passes he in a season? Yes. He, of course, set the record for yardage in a season. In 2012, he caught a career high 122. Oh. Just enough, like Jerry Rice, barely the sneaking on there. Of his chinny chin yeah, he didn't make right. it by much. Uh, so there it is. It's a 2 2 tie. I have a feeling this is going to be real tough. You guys got uh, this is where it starts to get tough. nine more correct answers left out there, and uh, judging by your early guesses, I think uh, this is a struggle. But there are, <laughs> just so you know, there are a total of eight active players, seven active oh, okay. players on this and list. We have not named helped. one yet. Uh, no, yes, you have one. We get one. So Michael far. Thomas is. Oh, active. I guess he is active. So, kind of. There are six active receivers left, if that helps. I'll give it to you guys both, so it's an even playing field. Scraby, you're up. Uh, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Senior or junior? Uh, Senior. (laughs) Junior hasn't done it yet. Uh, Marvin Harrison uh, might be on my team. When I uh, when I uh, line up my greatest uh, yeah he was on really wide receivers of all time I mean Jerry Rice going to be on one side there's question as to who you could put on the other and you could put a lot of guys Marvin Harrison you could not go wrong though with him uh, 143 is correct Damn. for Marvin Harrison third most all time he is on the list indeed and Scraby takes a three two lead no strikes yet Tony Gwynn Jr we're naming receivers who have over 120 single-season receptions. Uh, how about Devontae Adams? Mm, Devontae Adams, on list. using one of the uh, active players, 123 Nice for Devontae back with the Packers in 2021. That is correct. So uh, it is tied at three. It's a pretty good matchup right now. There are five active players left. There are eight correct answers left, so there's a chance for you guys to do some damage here. Scraby, no strikes still yet. still some active, you said. There's five active? Five, yeah. So okay. Let me make sure. One, two, three, four. I think there's four. Five, wait. Yes, five. Scraby. I'm really hoping he did. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. That He's active. Nice 
Stephon Diggs' career high came in 2020 for the Buffalo Bills with 127. All right. He's on the list. He caught maybe six passes the last four weeks of the season to make sure that my fantasy team did not get into the playoffs. (laughs) I don't know where he's going, where he went. All of a sudden, they just, I mean, all of the controversy surrounding he and Josh Allen seems to be playing out now. Uh, Anyway, that is correct, Scraby. Lead Tony Gwynn Jr. in a game that uh, continues here without a strike on either player. There are four active players left, seven total. It may come down to those other three is what I'm thinking, but we'll see. Tony. About uh, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Los Angeles Rams 2021 caught the second most passes in one season in NFL history. 145 catches. Dang. To trail Michael Thomas by only four. That is correct. I didn't even think about him. Cooper Cup. It is 4 4. Nobody has a strike yet, which I'm really impressed with. There are. Only five correct answers left. How many active? Is that right? Wait a minute. It's four to four. There was only 13 right. Uh, let me see. There is one active, two active, inactive, inactive, inactive. That's it. There are five left. Two are active. Three are no longer active. Scraby, as it gets down to the nitty-gritty here in a 4-4 tie, goes for five in a row. And he guesses. <sighs> this was where it gets tough. Deep sigh. I'm going to go. This guy's got like 10 straight 1,000-yard seasons or something. Not 10. But Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Ain't no way. He got 20 catches. Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, Toronto no, Blue Jays. No, I know. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm not even really seeing Mike Evans really? on here, so I can't even play I out the drama. I just was going by big yards. Can't play out the drama, Scrape. I don't see Mike Evans on this anywhere. Well, that's embarrassing. So that is going to be a strike for you. That's embarrassing. And uh, Tony now has an opportunity to jump into the lead here with uh, five correct answers remaining and a 4-4 tie. Tony's thinking this through. It's Keenan Allen got 120. Oh, Give me Keenan. Give you Keenan Allen ooh, for 120. That's a great one. Not seeing Keenan Allen. Whoa, yeah. What? Really? No. I would have guessed he was on the list for sure. Nah, don't see him. Wow. There's his high, 108 last year. Dang. Actually, 2023 you, this year. Just tells you how many catches 120 really is. Yeah, Keenan Allen's incorrect. He's not on the 120 in the 120 Son club. Of a... mm. All right, we're still tied at four. This is where the earlier strategy may pay off because if you don't get a correct answer, Scraby will strike out first. But right now, you only have one strike, Scrape. Chance to redeem yourself from your last guess. There are five correct answers left. Great wide receivers, all of them. One active. Two active, two active, three not active, and five correct answers to uh, guys that have caught over 120 in a season. All right. Scraby. These are educated guesses at this point. You think? Yeah. Well, the last one didn't seem too educated. T.O. caught say. 20 balls against the Bears Ooh. one year. Terrell, Terrell Owens. Owens. A hell of a he name. 120? He, no, he caught 20 no, in one saying, game. Did he get I know, but they fed him the ball more than any person on earth. And because if they didn't, he didn't shut his yap. <laughs> That's true. 
Uh, Terrell Owens is incorrect. Oh. He's not on this list. Uh, don't no. see him anywhere. Oh. I'm trying to see where his high is, but uh, he's not. He's not high enough on the list to for me to give you a uh, give you an all time wow. high for Terrell Owens. Yeah, that's strike two. So there are still five correct answers left. I'm wondering uh, out there, how many of the five do you have? I, I'll be honest with you. If you're out there and you think you got like three of the five, I'm going to be surprised because some of these are really tough, especially the guys that don't play anymore. Not because you haven't heard of them, but just because there's so many great wide receivers that have played. And who's it going to be? Tony, for a commanding position in the game, can you get one of the 120 club? Julio Jones has got to be one. Julio Jones has got to be one. You love Julio Jones. I mean, he's an old head, but he was really good at one point. Yes, he was. Yeah, he's also and they threw active. Him the ball all the, and that's what I'm saying. He's active. 2015 with Atlanta, he went for buck 36. Wow. Julio Jones is correct. Tied for the fourth most in oh. NFL history. Oh. And he's pushed. Uh, Tony now has pushed Scraby to the brink. It is a 5-4 score. Scraby has got to get this one to stay alive. I can't think of any more active, but I got one old, old There's head. four names left. I got left. two old and one new. There's one active you receiver. Hope is right, buddy. There's one active receiver, three not active, four left total. Scraby got to have one to we keep the game going. going. Uh, oh, so this is on me to extend. Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson has not been playing that long. But, but last he year, he caught it. 128 passes. I knew it. He is I on the list. Scraby's good. It's 5-5. Five, five. Tony, we got to go back to you to try to take the lead. I'll get one in before we leave. Get one in before the break. Hey, you got time. I must say Isaac Bruce. Isaac wow. Bruce. The Los Angeles Rams' greatest show on turf. 119 is his high. No, no way! 1995. Missed it by one. That is strike two. That is some sucker stuff right The game is dead even, but Scraby has to come up with a name, and he has until we come back from the break to do so. Wow. There are three correct answers left. Will Scraby pull it off? We'll find out as Chris's fantabulous sports game show comes to its thrilling conclusion. It's new life over here. (laughs) On 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word 
And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.